Hello guys, so 180 Degrees Consulting Helsinki is back with another podcast episode and today we are so happy to have Priyanka on board. Priyanka is the CEO and a co-founder of Business Wiz as well as the secretary of the board at the International Working Women of Finland. So please say hello to our listener, Priyanka. Hello, everyone, and thank you, Anne, for having me here. It's a pleasure to be on this podcast. My name is Priyanka Banerjee, like you said, and I'm the CEO and co-founder for Business Wiz. Business Wiz is a B2B service provider for diversity, equity, and inclusion services. And uh, we provide various services like company culture and diversity inclusion surveys, um, strategic development work, various learning programs, and so on. And like you mentioned, I'm also on the board of International Working Women of Finland. And uh, International Working Women of Finland is a community for um, women and non-binary individuals with the international mindset uh, in, in Finland. We are currently 7,000 members in our group, which is quite amazing. And uh, it has been just two years uh, for us now, but maybe we can talk about that when we go a bit deeper. Yes, that is so impressive for me, personally for me, yes. And here I have an icebreaker question for you. So what is your favorite item that you've bought this year? Oh my God. (laughs) I actually, you know, four years ago, I stopped doing shopping because of the sustainable wasteless living so i i need to remember what was the last thing that i bought uh maybe it was when i went home uh into india this year in july i bought some wooden statue or idol to remind me of home back back in India and it's like a tribal art piece made by the tribals uh, uh, of the region. It is so nice. Um, so you just came back home like recently? Uh, yeah I went home uh, so I'm originally from India and I haven't been able to travel due to the COVID for almost uh, one and a half years so I got a chance in the summer to go there uh, in July and I stayed there for a month but yeah I was back in August so nice it's the same situation for me i have not been back home like two years more than two years where is your home if i'm i'm from vietnam okay yes yeah. there are very strict restriction uh over there and the situation of covid there is also not very good so mm. i hope you can travel soon thank because you I understand so much. it's very hard thank you so much Yes, but now we can go deeper to IWOF um, operation and introductions. So as you mentioned, and also according to my research on your website, IWOF start as a Facebook digital networking group just two years ago for all women from like all walks of life to connect and to support each other on, um, let's say, settle down in Finland. Um, with just two years of establishment and currently considering now that you have over 7,000 members, I think that is very extraordinary. I yeah. admire the organization and also the effort you spend on building up. I work so, so much. 
So here, let's say, how do you define IWOP missions? Um, so like you, you said uh, very nicely that we have so many members and they are from all backgrounds and walks of life. Uh, we celebrate actually identity more than nationality. And that's why we have a community where we like, you know, want to bring internationally minded people and want to make it more inclusive. But our core vision is actually to rewrite the narrative of what highly skilled internationals mean. And we also want to build a strong network of individuals and challenge the status quo by offering uh, more diversity and building an inclusive Finland. So very, if you like go very deep into what we want to do is we really want to reduce the barriers for what international people face in the workforce in Finland, which is one of our main aims. Uh, we also want to support um, the community to empower them, to empower and to provide them with professional skills and to develop them as a human being, personally and professionally. And um, overall, we just wanna have a more inclusive, uh, society where we can have people from different backgrounds and we can level the playing field and have equal opportunities for everyone. That is a very meaningful mission, to be honest, because I used to be a job seeker as well, and I totally understand um, what are the difficulties that uh, the foreigners uh, workforce here are facing. It was yeah. a difficult time. It's also like, because we want to work on the structural issues. We don't want to just be very superficial and say that, hey, you need to hire international people. But we want to help the companies as well, uh, the public sector and collaborate with different NGOs to also help them understand how they can uh, open up and what can they do about creating a more inclusive society and how can we all together create a community where we can have equal opportunities for everyone because like you said it's very hard if you're an international uh, person and then also if you have like you know visible uh, intersectionalities like if you're a person of color or if you have um, like you don't speak Finnish or you have something else like your professional background is different which is not recognized in Finland so there is there are so many layers of even internationals and often it's a thing here that we put everyone in a single bucket so this is international talent, it's one, one whole bucket, but it is so much more than that. And to provide an equal platform, it's important to solve these issues structurally and go deeper, work with different players, bring them all together. So hopefully one day we will achieve what we want to do. I absolutely agree with the mindset and I truly look forward to that day as well. So talking about that, um, how did you come together as an organization and what kind of people work in IWAP? It was started by our founder, Dalit Nadvornik. She is now working at Gartner. She's a senior leader there. And uh, she started this Facebook community one day, like as a group, and uh, because she she felt like there is a need for her to meet and network with like-minded individuals who might have similar challenges and experiences um and very soon it happened that in two days it grew into hundreds and uh 
you could see that there is a definite need for it. And that's how I also joined. Somebody sent me a connection request and I joined quite early when the group was very small. And so when it started growing so much, um, like Galit and Chiara and Mila at that point, three of the founding members, they thought that we really need to come together and uh, create some association. And that's how the founding board came, where Caro, me and other uh, board members, Lucia, who are there joined. And then the first, like the association was formed. I think it is like, it was in October or November, 2019, if I'm not wrong. That was like that, okay, we should maybe take this opportunity. We see that there is a need, definite need for helping individuals and having this space. And that's how the association was formed from the Facebook group. And at the moment currently as well, our major uh, communication channel is still Facebook group where we have all the members uh, of the community, but it is still a completely volunteer run organization because we have been only in two years operation. Um, uh, like we were talking earlier before the podcast about how hard it is to find funding for yes. the uh, NGOs. So we didn't have um, any funding to support employees in the company, but we are hoping that soon we might be able to hire someone, at least one person. But um, yeah, so we have a lot of different skills and talents in the company uh, or like in the board at least, uh, coming from corporates, coming from academia, from marketing communication backgrounds, um, also from public sector background. And we also have uh, around 30 to 40 uh, very active team members who are the extended team members we and um, they also have like very very diverse uh, backgrounds in terms of we also have students in our community we have small entrepreneurs we have people from engineering tech background from medical background from marketing background business background and <laughs> it just keeps on going but uh, but yeah the main um, idea is the teams they work in different uh, let's say chapters. So we also have various cities. So like we have, I think at the moment, seven different chapters. Uh, and so which is in Helsinki, Turku, Lappenranta, Jyväskylä, and so on. So we have those chapters, but then we also have like well-being channel where we have some team members who create uh, well-being exercises for the community. So we have well-being Mondays, then we have Empower Wednesday, which is one of our biggest program supported by the city of Turku. Uh, and that is quite amazing. Lucia is handling that. So yeah, it's a, it's a very mix of different uh, skills, but we are again still a volunteer run company at the moment. Yes, I, I understand. Um, getting, getting funding can be quite uh, a, a problem sometimes, but I do hope that you can uh, accomplish that because uh, in, in my opinion, IWOF is such an amazing organization and I really admire how you can come together uh, as one because you are so different. You're from all different backgrounds. It has been very brilliant because uh, if you look at our funding except of the Empower Wednesday funding which was from city of Turku and uh, Turku Science, Science Park I think it is but we had really almost no funding 
and we still were able to create over 200 events in two oh, years. Wow. Oh my God. So that's like uh, incredible because that would not have been possible without the community. And yeah. it was just the community coming together, helping each other that, hey, I want to share this. I want to share that. And it's so inspiring and empowering to see that people just want to give back to uh, to the community. And that has enabled us to be where we are. I hope that um, we also did a crowdfunding campaign recently. So that was good. But Hopefully our, our treasurer, Natalie, she's a CFO and she has been working very hard with, the, with her team to get us some funding, hopefully soon. You are also for women. <laughs> <laughs> I see that uh, you have offered the service of networking events, uh, workshops, seminars, and also consulting of all of these services. Um, what is the most usual topic? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the most usual topics for us would be the um, development of the professional skills or providing the skills for the members to find jobs. So, for example, Empower Wednesday is completely based on that concept. But we have a lot of like different workshops and webinars in terms of diversity, inclusion, um, like I said, on well-beings and so on. But yeah, I would say that anything that helps us develop in certain way. But we also have a lot of networking events. Well, before COVID, it was easier to have the networking yeah events but we started to have we used to have a lot of mingles and those kind of like uh, get-togethers that has not been possible for some time we hope that now it's uh, we started getting back to it again but yeah that's like a, a thing and we want to make it better so that we can also have companies um, come and network with our members um, so we had last year Ivov Talks business series where we brought in really incredible companies like Microsoft, Kone, Elisa, Nordia to come and meet our members and tell them about the opportunities, what is going on in the industry and uh, share things about that. So I think that would be the major thing that we do is supporting the members uh, develop their skills and employability. That's true. That's absolutely true. Talking about COVID, you mentioned that uh, it actually affects IWOF operation. Like, for example, you cannot, uh, you cannot organize mingles anymore. So does that have a negative effect on the networking events or let's say on so other aspects as well? Yeah, of course, because, you know, one of the reasons that why members join the community is also to uh, meet with people or like-minded individuals and if you um, you are also from the international community you might, might also understand that we don't have such big networks here and uh, to have and maintain the social life it's important to you know meet people and know people and make friends so that has definitely been uh, not possible during the COVID time and that's why we ramped up our uh, online 
services and workshops and webinars and all those things but slowly people also are getting fatigued with online stuff I agree. And yeah there is a need to get back and we hope like you know the activities like well-being activities could be done face to face so there is more impact but I think it was mixed. So there is definitely a negative impact that we cannot meet each other. But then it also gave us the opportunity to scale uh, in a way that more people were able to join the events because it's like flexible. Anyone mm-hmm. can join anywhere. So we, we were able to reach like more people who could be um, who could benefit from this. So going forward, I think also we will keep some kind of balance with uh, in-person and uh, online events so that we can have best of both the worlds <laughs> that's correct and uh, we just have to adjust because uh seems yeah. like COVID is not disappeared tomorrow yeah it's again like we have been thinking and planning to do something that let's do something but the restrictions are again coming back so we don't that's true uh, since you are here there are are there any misconceptions about iWolf that you would like to address mm. I think one of the questions that maybe not misconceptions, but questions that we get asked so much that if we want to be so inclusive, why is the uh, the platform only for women or non-binary individuals? So I think that would be something that I can answer here that when we started the platform and even now we saw that there was a lack of a platform where we can create a safe space like psychologically and anyways a safe space for people to be open and share their challenges their personal things so we have a lot of personal things also that people are sharing and it's a very uh, you know vulnerable situation some people are in and we want to help and support them without getting judged or attacked or any negative impacts and um, other also like international women they or let's say like women from um, different backgrounds who are let's say not not natives uh, or they have different challenges and they are also one of the most vulnerable groups in societies in terms that face more discrimination the employment rate of uh, foreign-born women is much lower in in Finland and so it's important to have a dedicated place where we can focus and uh, you know when you have a focus it's much easier to create this kind of um, platform or services that can help help individuals but it's not that we want to segregate or anything a lot of our events are also open and it is open for everybody so anyone can join so for our empower wednesday program can be joined by anybody from any location even people from outside finland have been um, joining those events so there is like a balance so we have the uh, opportunity for everybody to participate but then we also want to create a safe space for a particular community of ours where we can be free and vulnerable and have the uh, have the support uh, of each other that we require so yeah thank you thank you Priyanka so much for expressing this here I think this is also the concern of many people when they first hear the organization names like International Working Women of Finland and they wonder that is this only for women or are 
is it like open for everyone? Thank you so much for addressing it. Yeah, definitely. And especially when we talk about that, we want to be, uh, we want to have inclusion and inclusive. And then people think like, why is there a difference between that? So that's one of the reasons that we want to uh, have an inclusive society, but we also want to have a smaller safe space for our own community members. So there could always be a balance. That is so right. Yes, it must have been such an incredible journey for you and also for the other wonderful super women. So, <laughs> for sure. In order to close up our interesting talk today, I would like to ask about the methods on how one individual can be engaged with IWAPS activities. So how can our listener find out more about IWAPS? Uh, what platform are you currently on? Yeah. So like I said, if you are a woman or a non-binary individual in Finland, you can join the group on Facebook. So we have the IWOF uh, group where we have 7,000 members that we were talking about. But then we are also on uh, the open open pages are on LinkedIn and, uh, and Facebook as well, where we promote all the events that are open to everybody. So you can check out there if there is something relevant for you. And uh, yeah, I think those are the best platforms where you can reach us. So is it okay if I, um, if I attach the link of the Facebook groups and, all the, and the link in as well on the post that we are publishing? Yeah, definitely you can go follow us on LinkedIn and on Facebook and you will be able to see everything that is happening in the um, community and outside the community. Of course, some events are only for the community, um, but there are some events that are open as well. Let's say if our listeners want to become a part of IWOP community, then uh, where should they start? Like, what is the first thing they should do? Join the Facebook group. <laughs> uh, there are certain questions because we have been also very careful about uh, creating a safe space. And so we want to understand who you are, where you're from, what, why do you want to join the community? So please, please, please answer the questions because it might be possible mm. that might not be able to uh, accept because of lack of information and that is solely because our moderators want to keep the space uh, more empowering and positive and safe. Yes and also to make sure that uh, real people are joining like if you yes. use a bond account and we don't know so it's really good to have a filter like that. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So join us there. And uh, if you want, you can follow us on LinkedIn and you can also like contact us, anyone from the team, if you want to collaborate, because we have been now partnering uh, up quite a lot with different NGOs and companies and public sector. So if you think that you have something you would like to do with IVOF, uh, we are very open to hear. So just you can ping me, you can put my details in the podcast. That's so nice of you. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, just uh, so they are listener, you heard what Priyanka said. Um, if you want to have any collaborations with IWOF or if you have any inquiries, just feel free to reach these ladies because we 180 degrees consulting also approach uh, Priyanka by email.
and she agreed to yeah. do this podcast. Definitely. And also because a lot of your listeners are students, um, mm-hmm. we have um, a very dedicated academia team who are now working on creating partnerships with universities. So if you are a student or if you work in a university or anything like that, and if you have any ideas that you want to uh, do together with us, we're very open to hear that as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Priyanka, for being here with 180 Degrees Consulting on this today's podcast. And uh, people, make sure to check out iWAPS activities. Thank you so much, Anne, for having and for such an engaging and lovely discussion. Yes. Loved it. (laughs) Thank you. See you on the next episode, listeners. Thank you. See you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.